What's up, everybody? Thank you. Welcome to the Morning Woods Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you go down to the bottom, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Today with me in studio, I have two very funny gentlemen all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana. These guys are friends of mine. They're here in town doing some shows at Wiley's Comedy Club. The hottest show in comedy is what I hear, and uh, we're going to talk to these guys about it tonight. So we have Alex Egan and Jared Scott. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up, Johnny Woods? Thank you for coming, my dudes. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yes. It's, I'm glad that you decided to come into the podcast. You guys tell me this, because um, I know there was some... Some questions I'm not allowed to ask you guys, so I won't. Uh, I won't. What questions? I won't ask those. What are these questions? Well, you guys did send me a writer. You said at the beginning, you said you wanted a wine glass full of jelly beans, and also not to ask about the assault charges. So we're not going to talk about that stuff. But what I want to talk about is the origins of the hot sauce, which I know it's a family recipe for you, and then also how you guys hooked up to do the show. So I want to talk about. Um, I know you guys have been friends for a while, but like, what did where did the comedy in the in the hot sauce? How did this all? We're fans of hot ones. Like, where did the origins of all of this? All the credit goes to Jared Scott. He came up with the idea. It was originally called Milky Daddy. No and, way. Yeah. And it was you know because you have to take milk on stage. So, but I I like the idea because he asked me if I wanted to host it, and I was like, I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. But honestly, I didn't think it was going to get picked up. Yeah. I didn't think that they were going to start doing the show. So, uh, but then yeah, I went to the general manager, and then it went to their higher up, and they were like, "Ask more questions about it," and we're like, "Oh, okay, well that's good. They seem interested." And then it went to the the next higher up, and uh, and they liked it, and so it went to the owner of all the clubs and he was like what if it was peppers and punchlines i don't know what he talks like but uh he didn't like <laughs> he, he didn't like milky daddy yeah, and it was like milky daddy was like too yeah uh, which, abstract which honestly good over the top which honestly for advertising purposes peppers and punchlines is way more marketable you know they yeah. he was right there so uh yeah we we just changed the peppers and punchlines we started doing the shows and they've just been can we cuss on here yeah we can they've just on. been freaking fun man yeah, they've just been real freaking fun you get up there, and when you take the sauce, it's just like H-E double hockey sticks in your mouth, dude. Yeah, dude. Thank you, because we do want to advertise this on YouTube. I'll put money behind this, I believe, in this episode. It's just that if we <laughs> if we We're cross go viral. certain boundaries, uh, yeah, it would be nice to go viral. You know, you guys are the sauce bosses of the comedy scene right now. And, yeah. And uh, I love how successful that the show has become, because like, you guys are not just... In your hometown, getting a weekend at your club now, you're seriously traveling the country, and yeah. people want to see this. You're making waves. You're going on TV. I mean, this is dope, dude. The Midwest, the South. I guess we went to Louisville, so yeah, that's part of the farthest we've taken the show from uh, home base is Louisville. But yeah, we would like to perform it at all the clubs, you know, and and build an audience 100%. for the show, you know, because uh, we our great videographer over here. Uh, from Ryan Nichols Productions, Mr. Ryan Nichols records all of our shows, and so we have a lot of content build up that we want to share on the Peppers and Punchlines Instagram and TikTok pages. Yes, and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, we have a good buddy Ken Flores. He's a Chicago comic. He's absolutely killing it right now. He just like got past the Comedy Store, and he's been touring. He, and his clips have been going viral. He's he's doing really good things. But he shared a clip of him at Peppers and Punchlines, like he had his own guys film, and shared a clip, and it got really great. Uh, you know, response from his audience. So I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about once we start releasing the content. You know, what kind of uh, fan base we're going to be able to build. So, dude, I love that. Yeah, yeah, you guys could be like the next. Don't tell. 
You know, you yeah, really shit. don't know what the That'd internet be cool. holds. I mean, the don't tell comedy is the comedy central for us. You 100% know, like it is. For like the, if you get a hot don't tell yes. set clip. I mean, look at Ralph Barboza. Like Prime he he accidentally like absolutely just crushing it right now. And yes. like it's all through the internet. I've been trying to tell comics forever. It's like. It's like, listen, like, whether you like it or not, it's like, that's the name of the game now. It is content. And it's like, like when I, and I hated that. I was like, I was like, I wish I could just tell my jokes or, you know, be on stage, do my thing. And then that's my life. That's all that's required is what I do on stage. But like, if you're a comedian now in 2023, it's like, that's just not good enough. It's like, you have to be a a multimedia marketer and and, uh, all this kind of stuff, which is like, obviously not something I was hoping to do or wanted to do ever, but it's like, I mean, look at you. I mean, you're doing it. It's just something that you got to, you just got to do it and yeah, then dude. figure it out and try to find a way to have fun with it or do it in a way you enjoy it. I think the best way to enjoy it too, for other content creators out there and just like a word to you guys is doing stuff that you like and doing stuff with your friends. Like when you're making content with people that you like, it's easy stuff flows. You actually make cool stuff Yeah. when you're focused on having fun and doing it for the right reasons. And like, not everybody's funny or blessed with like the gift to write or blessed with certain opportunities. And not everybody has the network that we have as comedians. So once you do get noticed, if you don't use the social media marketing to your advantage, you're just going to get passed up by these other guys. Oh, for sure. They're working twice as hard, but they might not be as talented as you. That's the other thing too is, but I mean, and there's so many other things you can do besides just doing stand-up. Like a lot of comics are like, well, I don't want to share all my stand-up clips. And it's like, be creative. You could do a whole. You could do characters. You could do yeah. like scenes. Like, like, do you know Ben Polizzi? Oh yeah. Like, I think he shared a couple stand-up clips, but like majority, it's him like doing all these different segments that he does on his profile and like doing these characters and dressing up. Like, not really stand-up at all, but like he just had a show in uh, Ontario, um, California at the Improv. You know, like, and he's doing he's doing all that, getting that done, and, and building that fan base from doing those videos in Indianapolis. You know, yeah. but he's flying to. Ontario, California to do a show. I mean, it's awesome, you know. Yeah, dude. and that's you know, and well, he got on that HBO show too, which is pretty sweet. That was a, shout out at Boy Gla- Island, Nikki Glazer show. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like runner up. Something like that could happen for anyone who's out there putting in the work, and that's why I just tell. He's people, good like, looking too. Up. He's a great, he's a looking handsome guy. guy. Very handsome guy. God damn it! Lots good of for hair him. transplants. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. Yeah, he's well, he's pretty open and honest about it, which I, I respect. I'm gonna get one. So. For real? For real. Dude. I don't even think you need one. I'm gonna get one. Not right now. I'm I starting don't. to notice. I'm got. I'm getting some like bald spots, and I think I'm yeah. just gonna let it go. It's just now. But what if I look go. weird bald? That's gonna be weird too. That's the problem. Or I can just wear hats. I just happen to be wearing a hat today, but male baldness is the one thing that comes no matter what, and we really can't avoid it. My but grandpa never had it. It's the one thing. He died that, with like, a full head of hair. Yeah, really? I'm good. Yeah, my grandpa still had something over the top. He had like a pretty good, but it was receding. It was receding pretty hard, but he did live to be 94, so... God bless him. No hair transplants. Yeah. Dude, my grandpa got arrested for soliciting three times. <laughs> soliciting what? Soliciting prostitutes. Yeah, Jeez. Dude. What a G. Yeah, dude, I just imagine how many times he didn't get caught, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Probably a thousand. Dude, my cousins are coming to the show tonight, so I hope they watch this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's right. You're on the show. You're doing it. You're doing the Peppers and Punchlines Challenge. Yeah, you yeah, did dude. it a little bit on the news. I liked it, man. I'll tell you, at first, I was like, this isn't as hot as, like, I'm going to just, you know, like, focus my way through this, right? And I'm just going to, like, mentally power through it. 
But then I started to see everyone else's body language in the room shifted, and I was like, "All right, I'm in trouble. Like, I'm in, I'm in a little bit of heat right now, honestly." And uh, yeah, dude, I was lost for words. I was like reaching to try to find something funny or entertaining, and I couldn't tell if like. Yeah, that was so hard. Which I mean, I felt like we we pretty we we bombed it pretty well. But after watching the footage, it's just like, what are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? And yeah. like, we tried going over a game plan, and like, we definitely knew we wanted to incorporate the sauce because we've done morning television before, and like. The last time that I think the the first one was worse to be yeah, honest. Normally because they just bring you in, sit you down, be like, "Well, tell me about your show." Yeah, yeah. They okay, they, they they didn't talk to us at all before. They literally brought us in the room and they were like, "Come out this Sunday or like whatever the show was." Like they went okay. right into it and they're just like, "So what do you think?" Or like, "What are you?" You know? And we're yeah. just like, "Uh, we're here. We're happy. We're doing the show." Yeah, you know, it's like to hard the good to. Day dating staff. Yeah, good day dating's cool. It. And I knew the guy. There's a there's a guy working in the television station there the who yeah who just transferred from fort wayne and i knew him from me delivering packages uh amazon packages no in, kidding in fort dude. wayne yeah that's and wild. because i was delivering his packages and i saw his last name is like maruzniak or something like that really really a uh, different kind of name and uh on the radio there's always this guy coming on being like i'm frank maruzniak here with the weather so uh <laughs> and then so i just made the connection one day when i was making the packages i was like are you the guy and he he even said today at the studio, I was like, do you remember me? He was like, that's right. You said you were a comedian. I'm like, look at that. Dude, yeah. that's so cool, I'm here bro. in the studio, yeah. Full circle. Yeah, it was man. pretty cool. Yeah. Marusniak. What a that's, good name. Dude, but yeah, were you saying that you were like struggling with the heat once it hit? Like, that's what makes the show the show. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining Because as hell. it doesn't like, yeah, you're funny, but you're also going through something. And also the audience is on your side too. Like, they want to see you succeed because... Um, the audience is under the impression that you guys are doing it f for money. Like you make a certain amount of money for every minute that you go, but you, everyone gets paid the same regardless. But like, so if you're struggling, like if you if you do blank or if you're coughing too much or you just need a second, like I'm also there to like keep the energy up and, uh, also just, um, yeah, to, to keep, uh, the ball rolling and, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. I'm still going to do my set, dude. I just, I'm going to try to do, bring my best stuff. I know I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna fumble through it. Like I'm almost preparing to fumble. Well, yeah, it's one of those things and, you want to use. Like yeah, it's not, yeah, use it to your advantage. Like a lot of people that, think it's a disadvantage, but if you use it, like if you like, that's the point I was trying to make. I kind of blanked out for a second. But if you're struggling, right. the audience is on. They they'll they'll give you energy. Be like, come on, woo! Like it's a great environment. You know what I mean? And then plus you hit them with a great joke. Bam! Boom! It's like. It's just like TNT on top of dynamite. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's fun. It just adds this extra layer because they don't expect anything, really. You know what I mean? They're watching you struggle through hot sauce, which is entertaining. Yeah. And then fucking boom, you hit them with a great punchline. It's like, you know, I mean, we, we've done shows where it's like, I've seen my friends kill the hardest. I've seen just rooms light up and like, in a way I haven't seen like in, in a normal comedy show. Like yeah. that's what like gives me passion and do the show and like get in the pepper costume and like do all this crazy stuff because it's like it's just such a fun unique show and you know not i don't think anybody else is doing a show exactly like this i think there's been some shows that incorporate hot sauce but not not us running it not us hosting it and and getting the comics we're getting like it's just it's yeah, just so fun it's so fun have been crazy oh, I've, shoot. I've, been, I've been following you guys and the lineups are crazy so it seems like if you you know we we all know how much we love comedy and we all know how much we love like 
having a good set and seeing your other your friends succeed and just having a good show. So you add another layer to that that's really like it's a it's kind of a sympathy layer, like you said, and we know as comics a big part of making an impression and letting them letting you get away with things is getting them on your side. So I feel like just having that weakness, it's, it's like be a huge advantage. It's like imagine an audience watching you trip and fall on stage yes. and then get up and you do a double backflip. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like they're even more excited for you that you stuck the landing. You know what I mean? Yes. It's the same for peppers and punchlines. It's like you get to hitting that punchline, that joke while they saw you, you know, crawling <laughs> to get there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great, dude. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. It's so like, cool. uh, I've, I've watched so many comedians like go to reach for the milk and you just hear the audience just like, no, 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 yeah, no, they, no. They, they want you. They want they you to keep going. To they, keep they, going give you, they give you positive energy. Okay. So you guys will build up a rapport and kind of set the rules at the beginning of the show. Yeah. You'll go up, do a little bit of time, yeah. explain And I'm the first one on. to take the sauce. Okay. Um, Jared goes up and, and explains everything. And then he introduces me, and then I introduce the first comic. Okay. Which will be Xavier G. Dunson tonight. Now, do you guys supply the milk? Yeah. Is that a taxable write-off? It should be. I think it is. (laughs) Yeah. It should be. It's a big part of the show, milk. Yeah. I'm going to bring some chocolate This podcast brought to you by milk. Get some. Shout out to milk. Just milk. Get some. Shout out to Next milk. week's episode, sponsored by Apple Juice. Yeah, just dude, exactly. Apple Juice. Just whatever you guys Costco, will feed my kids. Apple Juice. Costco is great, dude. There's my cat. I just started going to Costco. My dad has a membership, but I don't. And uh, I've been helping him grocery shop lately. And uh, so I'll go to Costco with him. And it's pretty cool. That place is magical. Yeah. That place is magical. My, uh, my girl, she likes these uh, these pickles, these certain kind of pickles that um it's like they're sweet and heat or whatever kind of pickles i'm not a pickle person but she is and uh she was complaining that like she's like oh i go through these so fast so i was fucking walking in there with in costco and i saw they sell these ginormous uh jars of these pickles so i fucking got it for her wrapped it up gave it to her as a christmas present she loved it she loved it dude we don't actually go to costco we go to sam's club okay which is are they the same thing it's a similar thing it's like the walmart owned sam's club so it's like a Subsidiary or subsidiary or whatever. Subsidiary, subsidiary, Syria, seriously, subsidiary of the Walmart, <laughs> the Walton Corporation, but it's a similar. <laughs> It's a similar thing. Yeah, dude, we know what the fucking Sam's Club is, dude. Are you explaining Sam's Club uh, to me right now? Anyway. Like, I grew up on a fucking farm in Arkansas. There's smaller Walmarts that are just for prescription drugs. It's a place where you buy stuff. There's smaller Walmarts within the Walmart. Oh, my God. Dude, Walmartception? Yeah, dude. Dude, could you imagine, dude, like, banking Walmart, at the Walmart? Like, dude, I, I did for, like, the first 16 years of my I'm life. Always, I, every time I walk by there, I'm like, wow, who's banking there? Who's like, who's like, also, can I get a double cheese? A lot of McDonald's. It's like, it's let like, me cash this check, and you can have your five dollars. Yeah, dude. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, they're oh, like, God. we'll cash it for you, but we're taking. There was five. a there was an Adam Sandler movie uh, with David Spade, where David Spade, Spade David Spade played Spade? The, David Spade. David Spade, David Spade, subsidiary. David Spade. David Spade, dude. Subsidiary. Did not David do Spade. Do a call back to my corporate hey, uh, joke. <laughs> dude. He, uh, but anyways, he played a, a Walmart inside the Walmart bank teller manager i think that would be that's the all worst dude that would be the worst i don't know i always thought that'd be nice to grow up and have a job like that you know what i mean uh, honestly dude i'm so glad comedy exists because i i shit you not you guys i just remember this i one time when i was a little kid i like i dreamed of being a janitor 
I had a dream of like I was like I was like I'll get that onesie like I'll learn how to like tinker with stuff I'll probably have enough to pay for like an apartment like that was like yeah. that was my big goal in life mine was microbiology <laughs> really yeah I was like because you wanted to get to know your penis a little bit better? yeah dude I wanted to know what it looked like dude, dude. I just wanted to have a house. I was like, dude, I just want to. Yeah, that's I good. Just that's live a, that's in a one good goal. House. Yeah, my yeah. goals have changed since. Yeah, dude, my goals have changed. Yeah, dude, I fucking, I think that. Uh, yeah. I'll, anyway, getting back to uh, Samantha's <laughs> Club, um, Sam's for short. Uh, they uh, get back to the Wald family. Dude, we're going back. <laughs> we're going Jesus. back to the. We're gonna, we're gonna roll back to the uh, Sam's Wald? Club real quick. <laughs> And uh, I just want to tell you guys that they have these jarred pineapples. Okay. And it's in coconut water. And it's the most delicious. I'm going to give you guys one after this show. Oh, hell yeah. They're so juicy and delicious. Okay. And um, I just wanted that to. That sounds like a laxative. Yeah. Juicy and delicious. Not ju- soaked in coconut water dude, pineapples, dude. If you marketed a laxative as juicy and delicious. What else would be good? So probably coconut, get away from it. Coconut water. Pretty much anything, dude. <laughs> Grapes. I mean, your socks wouldn't be great soaked in coconut water. I don't know. Depends oh, that's on, debatable. Yeah, dude. That's depends debatable. on whose socks we're talking. Yours. Well, I don't. Uh... Let's let's take it back again to Sam's yeah, Club. Why don't yeah, why don't we let's talk more back about Sam's, Sam's Club. Club. Roll back to the Walton family. Good people, the Waltons. Uh... Crooks. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of killers. <laughs> yeah, I'd call them great people too, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what is your take on the Walton? This is yeah. Hit. How about they it's decorate their piece. store a little bit? God, it's it looks like a fucking president camp camp thing. I, I love how this just turns to a hit piece subsidiary. On the yeah, dude, like just the rest of the subsidiary. We would just I don't know. Get some goddamn cashiers. Yeah, some, dude. No, you work there now. I don't want to. There. I didn't sign to. up. Johnny Woods, you are incorrigible. Uh and and you got any other questions for us? No, I was. How long have we been going, Jared? Do you have a timer? Yeah, possibly? I have a timer, dude. Eighteen thirty, dude. We got twelve minutes. Eighteen minutes, dude. This feels like uh, this feels like we've been in here for like three years, dude. Jesus Christ, those shrooms haven't even kicked in yet. You guys are the worst. I can't believe you came all the way to my fucking podcast just so you guys can leave at eighteen thirty. This is the worst episode I've ever fucking done. I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. My testosterone's flaring up right now. We're not leaving. I'm sweating right now. I'm not going anywhere, dude. I'm moving in. I'm sweating right now, dude. This is crazy, dude. There's a pull-out couch underneath you, and you guys are going to shout at me over Samantha's Club. It's the worst podcast I've ever I'm sorry, man. Is Sam's Club really Samantha's Club? Is it off a woman? It's probably one of the Walton's daughters, dude. I imagine it was... uh... Why don't you have your producer do some Googling, bro? What's that one guy? Hey, Jamie. His name was up in the air. He was an up in the air. Sam... uh... Tripoli? No, no, he was on. Uh, Good he was Instagram. also in the ranch. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, dude, he was in Tombstone. That's when every time I hear Sam's Club, I always think it's his his store. His everything's Sam's bigger in Sam's <laughs> Elliott. It's the only store, store you can buy roundhouse kicks. <laughs> That's the yeah. It's Chuck Norris. I reckon you find out Chuck Norris actually. He looks like he would give you great out of the wisdom. Like, Sam Elliott was in Roadhouse. He was, was he? the badass like. Uh, bodyguard that came in. How could you notice anybody else with Patrick Swayze being in it? Because he trained Patrick Swayze. It was, was like, hard to look at anything you. but Swayze. Oh, that was Sam Elliott? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either, dude. Well, now you learned something. You learned stuff here on the Johnny Woods Morning Woods podcast. That yeah, what it's called Morning Woods? you guys Woods? didn't know that, yeah, the Morning Woods podcast, Morning you guys Woods. just learned that Roadhouse is actually the origin story of Sam's Club, so. Cool. Yeah, sick as fuck, dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys... Uh, you guys have 
so you have a podcast, Jared. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? Why don't you talk about the? Uh, are we allowed to talk about that? Uh, <laughs> is that on the rider? It's on the rider. There's maybe. no rider. There's there was definitely no rider. There was a rider for me. There was. Oh. A, they wanted a rider truck filled with used furniture, and I have no idea why. I was like Ryan just... needs to place to sleep. <laughs> We're trying to furnish an apartment. Yeah, for Ryan. For time, he's going through a divorce, and we needs a place to stay. Dude, why do you need three and record content for us? We're forming a (laughs) timeshare scam. What do you? You guys just want used sofa in Fort Wayne? In Fort Wayne, Indiana, we have three timeshares. If you and twelve other people you know invest four seasons room dollars a year, dude, you guys look like used vacuum salesmen. (laughs) Like, dude, yeah, we're here all weekend. We only have one show, but for the next three days, you look like a rapper that worked at Dairy Queen. For the next three days, you look like you've never even operated a vacuum. We're gonna be selling Kirby vacuums, dude. (laughs) This Uh, guy. Coming at us out of left field. Yeah, this is unfair. Driving over to his house to do this podcast. We waited seven hours before he turned the cameras on. Oh, it took him 19 God. days to yeah, set up his podcast. Dude, here. I felt so horrible. I'm dude. asking him, I'm like, can I get some water or something? He's like, after the podcast. We were like, we were like I got to hey. upload other footage. We were like, hey, you want to hang out? And he was like, don't you know who my grandfather is? He discovered woods. Dude. Yeah, that's what he was like. He was like, he was like yeah, you don't know. I've got a big family tree. Dude. How about all the all the trees? <laughs> My family discovered woods, dude. Dude, we're made. Of the, we're in the mycelium network, dude. You have ancient money. You don't have generational Seriously. wealth. You have ancient money. Yeah, bro. Don't be. You're barking up the wrong tree right now. I'll be honest with you, brother. <laughs> Just trees start walking in. They bothering you, man. <laughs> Yeah, dude. You're being dude. such a birch right now, dude. I need you to calm down. Dude, son of a son birch, of a dude. Bird. You're a fucking you son it. of you a birch. It. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking speaking of trees, man. Do you guys remember when? Uh, do you guys remember when Alex Jones broke into that place with all those redwood trees all those years ago? No. What? Man. What are you? When Alex about? Jones broke into that Illuminati meeting. Oh yeah, when he went to the the on the mountain Bilderberg group. Yeah, dude, he's dude. Who were those that people? Guy is so inter- those were like the real senators, deal. governors, actors, yeah, dude, presidents. The real deal, bro. They all get in hey, the woods. maybe one day, right, guys? They all get in the woods. Maybe one like- day we'll be dancing around that mountain. That's right, baby. Maybe one day the Illuminati will snatch one of us up, huh? I hope so, dude. That would be amazing. That's my dream. When I was a kid. I wanted to be in the Illuminati, dude. That's all. Really? Yeah. I had a friend. Shout out to Juan Mejia, my uh, my good friend in, in freshman year. He he transferred from Brooklyn. I remember that to Fort Wayne, and uh, he told me all about Alex Jones one day. Just like the Illuminati, everything. I got obsessed. I thought nine eleven was an inside job. I was like obsessed, and then like. Uh, he got me all riled up going down the rabbit hole, you know what I mean? And I went up to him one day. I was like, what do you think this means? Where did you see this clip? And he was like, yeah, man, I had to stop looking at that stuff. Like, yeah, So he, he got me into it and then got out of it. And I yes. was like, what? Dude, Why'd I you do this to me? I did it to like six people, and now I just don't answer their calls anymore, too. <laughs> yeah, you, there's some people, yeah, it's, they get a little, it's too much. Yeah, bro. What's like, your favorite conspiracy? Man, it's been so many years. I mean, dude. I haven't really delved into conspiracies since like back when like loose change was like really popular and like that's the nine eleven one. Yeah, that's the nine eleven one. And like I remember that, that was a good one. If if you were a little skeptical, that that one made you be like, "Yep, yep, something's yes. up." I don't For know what sure. it is, but something's up. Birds yeah. ain't real. That's probably my favorite. What is it? Birds aren't real. Uh, birds aren't real is very interesting yeah. because I feel like that's that's how people blow up on social media all the time. 
but without like the actual us having the knowledge that it's fake, right? Like there's these actors. I think we kind of touched on that earlier. Like you'll see certain people that will like outwork you on social media and will get these huge movements behind them. And it's, it's scary dude. To, it's just a, l- a little bit of confidence. And uh, I think that's great though. Yeah. I think, I think that that means like it is open season for like the entertainment business, right? Especially for stand-up comedy where you can go yeah. around and sell out clubs. Like it is the, it is the Mecca. It is the, the time where it's like, 100% you have control over your career. Mm. But it's also 100% all on fucking you. Like yes. if you don't put out the content, if you don't push yourself, like you're it's just over for you. And it's exhausting. Like I made all those videos and I went really viral and I got completely burned out. Like I was like it was the first time I ever really experienced it where I was just like I I kind of got like depressed and was just like on, like laying in my bed for like weeks, dude. I was actually in California laying on my friend's couch. Unbelievable, dude. So I was just like completely burned out, you know what I mean? And like I know I have to get back into doing it again, but I gotta like learn to like pace myself because it's like yeah. that burnout shit is, is so real. Oh well, yeah, going back to misinformation, like I wish that was still around because that's how you used to know like who when someone was stupid. Like we're making the world to a place right now where nobody's dumb. Like they're moderating all the information. Like if somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Did you know that Joe Biden was replaced by a robot?" You know not to trust that guy. A hundred percent. But now they're like filtering all of our information and everybody's going to have the same thing. You're not going to know who's stupid anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem was well-informed people were being tricked into things because it's hard to make it's hard to make a real decision with all the information that we have out there. Like you can't really make everything looks real. Like we can do stuff on YouTube now with these cameras that people can do in Hollywood. So it's not. It's like everything Face recognition. looks the same, dude. Yeah, dude. It's you like can make people look like they're doing crazy shit. Deep fakes, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah deep CGI. fakes. CGI. It's we've gotten to a point in history where um, we're gonna look back and be like, yeah, that was just the. We beginning. were in an info war. Yeah, literally, <laughs> we live in an info war. You guys go to infowars.com. Um, uh, but no, seriously, I appreciate you guys for coming on the show today. This has been a lot of fun. I can't wait to go eat hot sauce. Yeah, and, man. Uh, Thanks for doing the show. Tonight. Thanks for having us. Dude, Thanks, Thanks for getting us me. on the news. You guys are the best, dude. Thanks, uh, it was nothing. Ah, shucks. <laughs> thank you guys for inviting me on your show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you for inviting me on your show tonight. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, man. And, uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you. If you made it all the way to the end of the video, make sure you go and follow Alex and follow Jared online. And make sure you guys also subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much. Peace out. Yeah, J. Scott Comedy. At J. Scott Comedy and at, at Alex Eakin. Scott yeah. Underscore comedy. That's, that works. That's how that works, guys. Thank, Thank you. You know how the internet works. Goodbye. Bye. My dad's watching. No, I don't. I don't approve. You shouldn't assume things for me.